Welcome Australia. It's that time again for another podcast from the Mate Team, where we try and get into your head with stuff that makes us sound smart. Sit back and relax. It's time for us to be mates. Hi Australia. Welcome to another Let's Be Mate podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Faz, and in the room as per usual, we've got Dom and Bosco. Boys, how are we going today? Good, 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 very good. good. Another time to that time of the week again uh, for another Let's Be Mate podcast. In today's episode, uh, we are talking to Matt Francis and Tanya Newhouse from a company called Clevertar. Clevertar is a company that we engage with um, to build our virtual agent or our AI bot that we use for after hours when our call centre is closed. AppMate service is our number one focus as we feel this is the thing that sets us apart from our competitors. We are always trying to ensure we have the right balance of automation and physical or, or uh, verbal contact with our customers to ensure they are getting the type of service they need and want and ultimately deserve. We aren't open 24-7 and we know customers have a time and a place that they choose to do what they need to do. And hence, we engage with Clevertar to support us in those after-hour times where our human call centre representatives aren't available. Clevertar offers a product that for us humanises service even when there isn't a real person available. Clevertar offers a conversational AI virtual agent with a friendly face that we call Grace. Well, welcome to the Let's Be Mate podcast, Tanya and Matt. Thanks for joining us. Glad to have you guys on board. Uh, thanks for having us. Yep, thanks, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, uh, it's here. great. Um, it's a beautiful day outside. We're talking to some beautiful people. Uh, what, it can't be any better, right? No, not at all. For our listeners, I guess if you can give us a bit of a background of who you are, what you've done, and, uh, and what your role is at Clevertar as well. Do you want to start us off? Uh, well, thank you. Okay, well, I'll, um, I'll let you know who I am. I'm Tanya Newhouse. I'm um, CEO and co-founder of Clevertar. Um, and, uh, yeah, just wanted to say again, I'm really stoked to be here. Thanks for having us. And this is Matt. Yeah, Matt Francis. I'm the uh, solutions manager at Clevertar um, and been with the company for oh, almost six years now. Not quite at its inception, but uh, pretty, pretty soon after. Um, and, yeah, really excited. Love what you guys do and looking forward to the chat. Okay, so tell us a bit about Clevertar, guys. So what exactly is Clevertar? Uh, what does it do? And uh, what's the mission of your business? All right. Well, perhaps I'll answer that given um, given what I do at Clevertar. Because Clevertar began with me and a pot plant, you know, as, <laughs> as uh, small businesses do. Uh, now we're uh, much bigger than that and uh, do lots of work with lots of businesses. Um, but what we do is um, our mission, what, what we really aim to do is extend the customer service arm of businesses that we work with. So um, a, lot of, a lot of our customers have contact centres where they're supporting um, uh, you know, thousands of customers. And, um, and what we want to do is really extend the reach of that contact centre through a digital channel. And so we have um, these things called virtual agents or... Some people call them chatbots, but ours um, have a face and a voice. And our virtual agents um, can help people, uh, help customers uh, deal with issues and, and problems and uh, solve them in the, I guess, in the comfort of their own home uh, on, the, on the web. Oh, beautiful. And I think uh, I relate to the, the story a lot because you mentioned uh, you started the business from, from yourself and a, and a pot plant, right? Um, and I think in, if you look at our story as well, it's similar, right? We, you know, my brother David, my identical twin brother David. Yes, there's two of us. Yes, and it's scary. 
And yes, we're both bold. And yes, we both have beards. <laughs> all right. So uh, you can't get any more identical than that. But um, we, you know, David had the idea of tackling the MBN market when no, no, the big guys weren't tackling because, you know, the ADSL was making a, a far more margin than the MBN was. And we literally started in my auntie's backyard next to my uh, uncle had a goat in the backyard right so <laughs> not a pot plant but i will say we'll say it's next to a goat right and and so and obviously we're much bigger today and, and as you guys as well so the story re- really resonates with us and you know i guess if we took it uh, if we t- take away w- away from clever for the moment but how has the journey been personally for you tanya from when you started the business to where you are today how have you you know, I mean, there's obviously, you know, you, you, everybody makes mistakes along the way. Everybody gets frustrated. Everybody feels defeated at some point. Um, talk about a bit of your journey from when you started to where you are now. Well, thanks. I really appreciate that. Um, well, look, it wasn't just me. Well, it was me right at the beginning, but I'll tell you how we started. Um, I met a um, researcher at Flinders University. So I was working at Flinders at the time in their commercialisation arm. And um, I met a researcher there whose name is Martin, and he's actually my co-founder. Um, and he was um, doing research into how humans communicate so that you can improve human-machine communication. So he's actually from the Artificial Intelligence Lab at um, Flinders University um, and has a PhD in machine learning, you know, yeah. as you do. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, uh, and he was showing me some of this stuff that he was doing, which was using... Um, virtual characters to interact with people instead of just text on the screen. And what he was telling me was just absolutely fascinating that when people engage with a virtual character, they tend to respond to the character a little bit more like when you respond to a real human. So yeah. this has got uses in places like um, health. And in fact, we did a lot of work in the early days in health mm. um, where if a virtual person asks you to do some exercise, you're actually more likely to do their exercise because you don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. And um, so we so we actually started in a different way uh, to a lot of businesses where we started with a technology and then had to figure out where the best application for that technology was rather than saying, oh, here's a problem that I'm going to solve. We, we actually started with a, almost like a solution. So that was... In terms of my own journey, that was actually really hard because we spent a, quite a long time figuring out where that best application yeah. actually was. Um, and although we had some pretty early success in health, what we found is that the health business doesn't support this type of tech yet. Um, it's it's really just not ready for it. Yeah. Um, whereas um, like places like yours where um, you, you're able to think um, ahead of the game, um, we're actually open and willing to um, to try it at, um, at, a, at scale. And so the, the, the difficult part of our journey was really finding out the home, the best the best home for our solution. Um, so, yeah, that, that was the hard bit. But we're there. We've got there. Yeah, and you, um, make, you, make, you make some valid points around. So you, you sort of – you found – uh, you, what you did, you found where you feel that your product's going to get the best return or, or be the best value, right, to the yeah. to the people that you work with, right? And I guess that's how we decided to to, to target our business, right? When we talk about sales and marketing, when we talk about, uh, you know, we, we're not every company's not for everybody, right? And we know, you know, we 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 know we appeal to different people and we offer a, a, a level of service that uh, that works for different type of people as well. And I think it's it's 
very powerful for business owners to understand that, right? Because then you're not wasting your time, you're you're not wasting your money, and you're not and, and, and you're not wasting resources in your business to deliver something that people don't want, right? And I yeah. think that's and I've, I always say I think uh, the reason why I feel that we've been successful, mate, is because we we know we're very open about what we don't know and we're very open about where, where we don't want to go or what we feel it doesn't make sense to our business as well and that keeps us on track in the right space and yeah the way we see our customers interact with and uh, ask questions of our um, virtual agent grace is very different to you know if it was just a chatbot you know, type very short um, leading answer questions too so yeah it's really interesting that that happens are people more you know, people obviously act differently, but are they more inclined to go further down a path with a, a virtual agent versus a, a normal chatbot? Yeah, can I actually respond to that with a story? So yeah. um, since we've been working with you guys and I um, really love what you do, I decided to become a customer of Mate myself. Good. And then I told my husband, you should also sign up. And I forgot the $50 voucher, which I'm so bummed about. I forgot to I forgot to claim it. But anyway, forgot that. But anyway, I told Andrew, you've got to sign up as well. So he did. And it was after hours um, one night when he was um, wondering what to do. And, and he, <laughs> this is better than what happened. I was in the study. I was doing some work. He was on his computer. And I, I turn over and, and I see him. And he's brought Grace up. And he's asking questions like, when am I going to get my SIM card? And I thought, yes, this is totally working. <laughs> you know, when um, when your own products in use by your own husband with your customer, yeah. that was the. That was Hopefully, a- he got the answer. <laughs> Hope, did he get the end up getting the answer? Actually, you should well, have. I think so. He didn't tell me he did. Yeah, it. Okay. His phone's ringing. So <laughs> his his phone's ringing. He's got his SIM card. He's activated. Yeah. Right? That's, good. That's all that matters in the end. <laughs> Look, if he didn't get the answer, I'm sure I would have been the first person that he would have told. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I guess the answer is, and and also, by the way, my husband's not particularly technologically brilliant. Um, I had to help him put his SIM card in his phone. This is actually true. Um, uh, But, yeah, he he can uh, deal with Grace and and actually ask her questions and and get to the right answer. So I guess in short, yes, he can. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's let's talk about why we've engaged Clevertar at Mate, and what and let's talk about the project that we've done there today, uh, to date, right? And um, you know, one of the things that we we were trying to solve was, you know, our business is not twenty four hours, right? Uh, we haven't got twenty four hour support. We haven't got somebody answering the phone twenty four hours, and that's because <laughs> we want our team to live their life <laughs> some some way, shape, or form because they spend we spend you know pretty much our whole week here and, and we obviously open Saturdays as well and um, and we obviously wanted to support customers that wanted to be a, a mate or a customer of ours in after hours times as well and this is where this whole conversation started and we didn't I mean it, when you when you grow as a business you don't always have the money and the resource ready to have a, a business that's open 24 um, 7 you know uh, and, and there's, there's a lot of things that we need to do as we mature as a business and one of the, the things that we wanted to focus on is after our support, you know, where what were people missing? How could we support them? Uh, we know there's a need. We know people uh, come from all different places, all walks of life and do things very differently, right? And people want to consume um, information and get access in their time, in their place, the way they want. And um, 
And one thing, the only thing that we, we knew during business hours, right, we, we had it covered. We had people on the phone. We had our, you know, um, live chat that was manned by real people. We had, you know, Facebook messages. We had all these contact points for people, which was good. But after hours is a challenge. And, and don't forget, advertising doesn't stop after hours, right? We can't go to a Google ad and say stop or, or go to a billboard and say don't, t- don't turn on between, you know, from 8 till or uh, 8 in the morning. And so we need to keep the conversation going. And that's where the Clevertar platform came in and the project came in. And I think, um, uh, yeah, and, and from our side, it, w- it, it made a lot of sense, right? We, uh, we had somebody that was uh, – we had a virtual agent that was visual, right? And so we've got Grace. We call her Grace. That's actually my mum's name. I'm not sure if you knew where that came from, Grace. Yeah, so my, my gra- uh, Grace is my mum's name. And, um, and so she takes care of everybody in the business. And, you know, like literally today, we're in the office today and she lives around the corner and she's bringing lunch for everybody, right? And so the whole point of Grace was that Grace takes care of everybody, right? And so hence why we called her uh, our, by gra- uh, uh, our conversational virtual agent, Grace. That's where that came from. And so it became very visual. Um, Grace on the virtual agent wears a mate shirt, you know, um, and, you know, the, the voice is, is very local and you know very uh, it's very human as well um and the ability to put the the magnitude of needs in selling mbn into a virtual agent so if you think about it uh, when you connect to mbn you need to know what type of technology you know then that technology that drives what they call a service class and that service class drives a time frame of when you can connect it and that service class determines is it a, is it a remote connection it is a is it a somebody needs to come out and then you need to work out, okay, what type of hardware do you got? Is, 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 do you have? Is the hardware right for your connection? And so on and so forth. And so you could imagine all different, uh, I guess, journeys a consumer could take with that needs to be driven by a, a non-human after hours. And that's where the, the Clevertar platform allows us to feed that in. And I don't know if you guys want to elaborate on that and what, we, what we've done with Clevertar there because I feel like what we do is probably quite in-depth and um, there's a lot of different paths. And... I'd love to, uh, if you want to talk about... Well, uh, yeah. Maybe Matt can um, sort of jump in and talk through the process of that we went through, but what another business would go through as well to from very start to getting Grace on, or their Grace equivalent on, online. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, look, I mean, the, the installation that we've got with Grace has been, uh, probably from a personal point of view, uh, the one that I'm probably the most passionate about. Um, I've really enjoyed... And our whole team has really enjoyed working with the mate team, I think, because there is quite a synergy in what uh, you guys represent and, um, you know, your, your core values and how we operate as well. And, um, you know, we're really trying to, to break down something that's a complex task. You know, some, if someone goes to, um, you know, get their, their MBN input or we've got another project, we're working with government where it's, you know, bonds and tenancies and, and housing matters and you know they're quite they can be quite cold topics yeah, yeah. um and dry, yeah got, not dry yeah yeah and yeah. if you've got somebody there um with a nice face and that can hold your hand through that process and talk to you um then you know it can be a fantastic experience and that's that's really what we're about and i guess starting out with you guys this has really taken an organic process over the last six months and we've continued to to build on that and, and, and improve things as we've gone um, based on, you know, looking at real world data. And that's, you know, that is the best way to, to work out what's, what's working and what isn't. Um, but starting out with you guys, it was looking at what are people coming to after hours in terms of what are their main support issues um, and how can we try to have grace for the most part um, 
help them to solve those issues. An example might be, you know, my modem stopped working um, and I, I haven't got any internet and it's walking them through a, a first level support call. Um, and really that was, that was one thing that became quite clear was that, you know, for a vast uh, majority of the content that people ring up for, um, there is a process that can take place where, you know, you could script it out. Um, and obviously it does become quite complex quite quickly sometimes. And um, that's certainly something that uh, we're very careful of is that we don't ever think that uh, what we do can ever completely replace a, a call center um, or a human support team. Uh, you know, human issues are often very complex. Yeah, um, and for that reason, you need to have people on the front line able to deal with them. So but what we're doing is, is looking to take away the load that gets put on that call center by answering those first level support questions where you might be able to have a you know two or three minute chat with Grace or any other bot um, and then be able to walk away and go, oh, actually, I, so I solved that myself. So uh, going back to the start of the question, how do we start out? Well, we look at areas that we uh, that, a, that an organization is currently feeling the pressure of. So where are they uh, experiencing pain, um, you know, for lack of a better word? So, you know, in your case, it was that people are coming to with, with lots of technical problems. So um, we go through a process of scripting out um, a base program uh, and then really trying to get it out into the markets you know, as quickly as we can um, so that we can then look at yeah. the way that optimize users are interacting with it and optimize the system. So um, looking at a six month journey, we started out doing majority support type information um, and helping people with those types of issues, but we've in, then incorporated natural language understanding, you know, the ability for users to type in questions. And you touched on that earlier in uh, the conversation phase. And I guess that's, been important because it gives not only the ability for Grace to be able to respond intelligently, but also for you guys to be able to see uh, types of business insights that you might not ordinarily have access to. Um, you've got the real voice of the customer there. What are they actually going with at 11 o'clock at night where their Netflix has stopped working? Um, how are they feeling about that? What are they trying to get sold? Um, and we've been able to use that data to then analyze it and say, well, okay, we need to incorporate this feature or uh, we think we could expand it into um, a different area completely. And um, I guess that's what we're working on now. We're looking at uh, how we can best optimize Grace to continue to have her deliver a great service to your, to your customers. Yeah. And you, um, you speak about the part where um, you're trying to get um, Grace to alleviate some of the load, right? And especially in, in our world, um, one, one thing that we don't want to do is outsource our course center to a different country, right? Um, now, and it's not that the core centers um, in different countries are bad. It's just that they're not managed properly in our opinion. And hence, how, how much can you train somebody on an ongoing basis, right? And how much access do you have to, do to them, right? And what we've seen during the COVID period is the lack of support because of, you know, core centers clo closing down and things like that. And so we're not going to go away from keeping our support on shore, right? But on that, but as we grow as a business, there's more demand on support, right? And the the money you make doesn't always warrant the 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 investment in resources, right? And so you always have the have the right balance of uh, investing in more more heads versus you know uh, you know how many customers you get and things like that. And what what Grace and I know we're working on this and you know future phases is to how do we could uh, implement Grace to take that first 
initial step to try and take away a percentage of the load because there might be a simple question like how do I update my credit card or um, oh how do I um, know where, where to find out how much data I've used and things like that and Grace is a very simple way of achieving that right um, and um, yeah so I think that's that's the way we're looking at it and not to give all our secrets away to our competitors as well <laughs> and, um, but I mean I think that's that's a real big element of it I mean Ross you're, you're heavy in support right and, and supporting yep. our support I mean uh, how how great would it be that you know a conversational bot could answer a bunch of questions uh, before it even got to you? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think I think that's a key. And what you, what you touched on, Matt, was uh, taking away some of the pain points. I mean, not necessarily even pain points. Just just giving the customer another uh, another option, basically. So um, you know, if you can go online and, and get your question answered, then you're not going to call. Um, and then it's it's another it's another call uh, call that can be saved, and obviously we can attend to another call so um, anything that obviously cuts down on on support the load in the support team um, in the call center um, is is obviously really beneficial for us as a business and i think um you know even though it was a, a initially a trial i think it's worked really well um yeah. with grace i mean it, as you mentioned we're not open 24 7 and whereas other call centers who are overseas have probably the option of going 24 7 it's not something we can financially afford to do and i you know, we're, we're sticking to our values. We want we want 100% local support, and to do that, we can't really be open 24/7. So, exactly. I think this is a good way. And I'm look. I, I know a lot of other businesses probably have uh, things like AI chatbots and things like that, but I don't know if there's another competitor in our space that has something similar. Probably, I don't, I don't think there is from what I've seen, but. Yeah, and that's yeah. probably a good leading question for you guys, right? I mean, uh, what do you see the advantages of, of Clevatar versus maybe some other AI bots that are out there at the moment? Maybe um, give a bit of insight to that to our to our listeners. Mm. Well, I think one of the key things, uh, I'm really glad you asked that, is that um, we, uh, you know, obviously we use a virtual character, so that's that's a very much part of our product, um, and uh, because that's really <laughs> our origins, as I was telling you before. But the other thing is that we make it really easy to create um, a virtual agent. So um, we have a, a, really it's an end-to-end -end system. So as you know, it's only a couple of lines of JavaScript that gets inserted onto your website and um, we host it, yeah. we do the rest. Um, we have a portal so that um, you can create your own and, and view your own content and reports and, and things like that as well. So we're an as-a-service um, provider so you don't have to have coders on board who can actually create the bots or you, and you don't have to um, uh, put different services together to try to create you know, it's basically an end-to-end -end solution so it, it just kind of really fits a, um, a provider like yourself who just wants to put a solution in and focus on what you do best which is the content okay. yeah. you know that's what you do you know what your customers need and what we can do is create a way of delivering it. Um, yeah, so that's what we do. By the same token though, we don't, um, you know, we certainly don't make it so that our customers are reliant on us to make changes either. We, no. um, you know, we, we hand the keys over, so to speak, and, um, and train them in how to use, um, you know, our, our portal and how to make changes so that um, if they do need to jump on late at night and make a script change because some sort of crisis has happened, uh, they can do so quite easily. So um, that's a pretty key part of, of what we do. Have you seen any customers or even, I don't know whether even this is a good experience, but using a non-human, only only one I can think of is, say, St George Bank using their Dragon. Like, is, 
do you think that that's still relatable or do you think that loses some of that connection? Actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you don't have to have a human um, because there's a, and there's actually good um, research theory behind this. Basically, we anthropomorphize these um, characters. So our characters are quite stylized uh, very deliberately. Um, but you could do the same thing with a, with a dog or a dragon or um, other characters or, um, you know, a microphone or you can actually anthropomorphize any any kind of uh, any kind of thing but you know if you see a face it just kind of makes sense that you're dealing probably with with a support person so that's what we've tended to do um, but yeah there's, there's options you could think about something else if you wanted to yeah, I mean maybe um, I was always thinking about in, in different seasonal periods uh, or different you know I was even thinking on is it a May 8th is that Star Wars day what's that or May May, yeah, may the fourth be with you. That's it. Sorry, I'm not. I can tell I'm not a Star Wars fan, <laughs> but um, you know, if if that could on that day be you know Darth Vader or or something or Stormtrooper or something like that would be pretty cool, right? I think that's I think relevant and and seasonality is, drives a big thing. And if we talk about you know how our world works, right? In 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 retail and when you sell to consumers, they, there are buying cycles in the year that drive them, right? There's you know right now we have end of tax time and what they call toy sale, right? When toy sale, everybody goes into store, lay buys everything for Christmas. Maybe it's not so big anymore um, from a lay buy perspective because people buy online and you've got afterpay and all these different things. But it does a lot of those. There's a lot of seasonality, especially in Australia, that people buy at certain time for certain reasons, which is which is good. Yeah, from that point of view. You know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. I think I think we're doing our product development publicly here, but we could add a <laughs> we could definitely add a Christmas hat towards Christmas. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, absolutely. We'll, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no, the, the brief was probably coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think little touches like that just make it a bit more personal. Yeah, so I think yeah. anything like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and we talk a lot about feedback. we talk about a lot about personal service and, and customization and things like that and. I think that's 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 key, right? And I think one thing that Clevertas en- enabled us to do not only give the information, but put it in our tone of voice as well when we're not there. That's that's huge. Like you know, if you know our brand, we're about being mates. We're about being you know dumbing it down and being simple and getting straight to the point and making sure that everybody feels like they're at home when they're then they're they're in our world and our space. And I think Clevertas allows us to achieve that as well. Yeah, it's probably a good segue. But where do you guys see? sort of the next evolution of this going or, you know, is the market responding in a certain way that you need to change the way you guys do a business? Like what's in, say, 2025, what are we looking at from an AI perspective? Oh, look, it's really um, extending the um, applications of this sort of technology. So the technology will definitely um, change as AI um, gets better, but it's probably more about application. So, you know, you guys are actually a good example of this. So you started working with support. So it was mainly around support for, um, you know, as, as Matt said, the first level support call. And then I remember there was a point when your sales team said, hang on a sec, people are talking to Grace about sales, about, you know, what plan's right for me. And uh, let's explore that a bit further. And, and so just having Grace as a sales assistant as well as a support assistant. And so that's, that's something that the market learns, you know, in an evolutionary way once they've started using, using the technology. And I think that's what we're going to find. We're going to find a lot m- more varied and different applications of, um, of this kind of 
technology. I think that's going to be one, yeah. one of the key things that will change. I think um, they'll become a lot more commonplace as well. I think that's yeah. the key thing. I mean, I think chatbots in general are getting to be quite commonplace now. Um, certainly, web chat has been around for a while and that's been increasing in popularity, but automated conversational bots um, are certainly something that you're seeing pop up on more websites. Um, and I think a natural extension of that is when you put a face to that. So um, putting, a, putting a face and having a 3D character speak to you with a, with a personality, um, I think is going to be something that by 2025 is going to be certainly tenfold more than, than what you see now. And yeah. do you think two-way voice, like you know, you've got Alexa and Siri and that at the moment, do you think that's going to become something where you can literally just talk to this person and they'll yes. respond? Absolutely, yeah. We have that in, uh, well, we've got some prototypes happening ourselves. So, yeah, there's absolutely um, uh, the next. So, once again, stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to get you back on at another point and get updates <laughs> Yeah. Like voice for me is becoming uh, an everyday thing, right? I mean, I don't even turn my lights on at the switch anymore. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I talk to them. So, you know, if it's dark, you get home and, and when he's finishing this business, you get home really late. And, this, uh, and then when I get home, I, uh, I say it to my phone before I even drive in the driveway and the lights are on when I get in. It's pretty – I know you can set it, you know, A automation timer, as well. Yeah. But it's just the, the, just the powerfulness around all of that stuff, right? It's, it's crazy. And, you know, it, people always come over and say, well, what, what the hell do you, um, you know, why do you need to, to speak to turn on, your, turn on your lights? Why don't you flick the switch? But last year I tore my Achilles. And I don't, I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know. Yeah, so I was in a boot, right? And so, um, so getting to a light switch was hard work. And so I could easily say, hey, Google, turn on the kitchen lights and so, and all these different things. So, I mean, I guess you, you don't need, you don't know, what you need until it's uh, until you until experience you it. it you know until you need it but yeah. until you experience something that you've never experienced before and then you realize how it can fit into your world and i mean i think it's the same that's what we say it made as well like one we feel like that okay we don't offer anything revolutionary compared to other people but the way we do it is uh, and if once you experience it we feel like that that's an experience that you have never had before and that's that's something that you get that's unique to us and uh, and I think about the same way with what you guys offer as well, right? And um, yeah, and uh, I mean, l talk about other customers. I know we've spoken about Tilka and we've spoken about Mate, and, but I mean, I know you're doing a project with um, SA Health, right? South Australia Health. Um, you know, what, what are the, the, the different things that has um, Clevita has powered in that world? Yeah, well, I'll give you a bit of background yeah. um, with the SA, SA Health project. Uh, so... This all came about um, as a result of COVID-19 uh, and SA Health uh, being South Australia's government health authority, we're getting absolutely slammed uh, with customer inquiries and the public's inquiries, uh, you know, with basically panic um, as it is around the world. Um, you know, panic at that early stage, especially around what's, what's gonna happen? Um, what, are the, what are the issues? How do I get tested? Um, where can I go? What can I do? All of those things. And, um, you know, their website traffic went absolutely through the roof. And uh, this was... And um, their call centre, their contact centre. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And um, as you mentioned, Dom, you know, this is another channel. So we offered another another channel for people to be able to communicate with Zoe. So Zoe is the, uh, the character that they chose. And they chose Zoe... Um, similar nice meaning as, as your one yeah, has with yeah. Grace and your mum. Uh, Zoe is the Greek meaning for life. Um, and you know, it's a nice, easy name to say. And uh, they, they chose Zoe and 
she's on the website answering questions about COVID-19. So um, started off as quite a small framework, um, similar to you guys in that we took a, an MVP approach, but that was really pushed because we wanted to get something out into the public's hands as quick as we could. Um, and we were able to turn that around and get something live with them within six days, which was um, an effort that we're really quite proud of. Um, and that was, uh, we took a basic flow chart of all the things that you, that, that, a, that a user, if they came in and they come from interstate and what, what do they have to do? Do they have to quarantine for 14 days? Do they have to um, not go to work? All of those things, we, we prototyped that into a nice little program. Um, and then over the next three months, we've continued to add to that basically in line with the changing conditions of COVID-19. Uh, but also incorporating other technologies and seeing the way that the public are responding and the sort of questions they're asking of Zoe and expanding the content accordingly. That's a perfect example of where it works so well. When you have a, such an influx, I mean, we had an influx of, of customers as well and, you know, COVID drove such de demand for all different types of services and I think businesses are re-evaluating. Now that we've sort of I wouldn't say we're out of COVID yet, but we're sort of coming to the end of the, the mass panic, right? Um, you know, we saw people stockpiling internet and mobiles just like toilet paper, right? There was that many people coming in. And I guess it's because it was an essential service. People w were working from home, doing schooling from home. So connectivity was, was massive, right? And so, but at the same time, we need to make sure our team was mobilised at home and working properly as well as keeping the same level of service. And then we saw our competitors, go out, out the market right because their course centers closed down for a week you couldn't get in touch with them and i mean just go i'm, I'm just thinking about that i mean not only is the you know the clevertar program or conversational um, ai virtual agents important for the everyday but when it comes to those situations it keeps your business running right i mean yeah. some of our competitors if they had invested in this type of technology like clevertar their business would have kept running and delivering maybe not everything they needed, but, you know, there would have been a good chunk of the percentage of what people are asking about would have been sold and they could have seen as open when they potentially weren't, right? And so it's another thing businesses that they need to think about, right? I mean, have you, have you seen that type of conversation come from different people that you've spoken to um, since COVID has started? Or yeah. since it's been on? Yeah. Oh, look, thanks for that intro because your point's... Absolutely spot on. We had, an, we had another customer who had to shut their um, contact centre down for a couple of days and they were really pleased because they knew they had um, Claire there ready for their customers and they and for them it was just like their service could continue. You know, obviously not to the same level and not for the queries that Grace can't, uh, sorry, Claire in this case, couldn't handle and, you know, all that stuff. But they, they've still got an essential service available um, so um, your what you've talked about has actually happened um, yeah, there you go. with one of our customers. So it's, it's absolutely valid um, what you're saying. I just think more and more businesses need to be smarter, right? Um, we always say work uh, work smarter, not harder, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this is something that your product allows businesses to do. I think if there's challenges that are out of the norm, your product picks up the slack as well um, in that case. And um, it's just so many benefits, and I think people need to open their eyes to to new technologies and and things like this that that can really benefit your business in in a lot of ways that you probably never even thought of in the past. Yeah. And so you know, a lot of our listeners out there has probably uh, struck a few chords, and they're realizing that they have a gap to fill. How's the best way to get started with you guys and and uh, have a chat? Um, well, look, the first thing that we we want to do just to 
continue from what Matt said earlier is um, find out where the biggest pain point is. So is it a situation where uh, an automated or a, an AI-driven conversation can support you? You know, if, if there's not a strong value, um, you know, we can't make a big impact, we actually don't want to do those projects. Yeah. So we, we only want to work with customers where, there's, where we can actually really make impact. Um, so the first thing to, that we would do is sit down and actually do some investigation of what the what the applications are, where the needs are, and then really look at a business case. Is it, does it stack up? Um, and then move to an as Matt said, move to an MVP, which can happen pretty quickly. And and then so it's test, evaluate, optimize, test, evaluate, and we we just do that continuing and. Um, Actually, we've implemented an agile process for content development as well. Matt's in charge of that. So we really we really take a, a partnership, actually, a real partnership approach with our customers. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if that answers the question. I think what do we do first? We'll just get in touch and then we'll go from there. <laughs> and how do they get in touch? Where, where should we go? Oh, look, just hit our website at clevertar.com and uh, that's probably the easiest. Awesome. We'll put those details in our show notes anyway, so anyone that's interested can uh, scroll down and uh, hit the link. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Tanya, Matt, it's really been great having you guys on. Thank you very much for joining us. I think what we'll do, um, we're working on a new phase of Clevertar or Grace, as we call her, um, in our business. And I think what we'll do, we'll get you on at a later time once we implement that as well and, and talk about the benefits that's happened with that. Um, love to hear about some of the stories that are, and the projects that you're working on. After. So I think this, this is to be continued, this conversation. Thank <laughs> um, guys. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks no for being Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Let's Be Mates podcast by the team at Mate. Search for the Let's Be Mates podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at letsbemates.com.au. Hit subscribe to get the latest episode each week. For all your telco needs, choose a provider you can trust like a mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au, Google Mate, or call us on 13 14 13 to sign up today. See you soon, mate.